I come to announce to you there is about to be a resurrection for somebody. When you don't exercise your faith, it will not be strong. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. We must continue to be hearing the word of God. This is Get Connected with Bishop Israel Adey Ajala. Hello and welcome to this edition of Get Connected. You will be especially blessed today as our topic is the benefits of prayer. And joining us in the studio with Bishop Israel Ade Ajawa, of course, is our special guest, Dr. Ayo Ajim, Senior Pastor of Grace International Church in Houston, Texas. And now, here is Bishop Ajala. I want to welcome you to this edition of uh, uh, Friday, Get Connected. Listen, God has a lot in stock for you. You will be blessed today. My brother is with me in the studio, Dr. Ayo Ajim. He's a medical doctor by profession, a pastor by calling, a husband father we love him and uh, i am sure as we dialogue on the benefits of prayer each one of you will be blessed i, I want i want to start by saying prayer is the breath of every regenerated spirit there is nothing god can do on earth until man prays in fact one man wrote, said, it seems to me that God can do nothing on the earth until man prays. Why? God always honor his word. He has given man the earth and prayer is your, um, your own side of asking God to have the legitimacy to act on behalf of anything. That's why this whole month we will be looking at the subject of prayer. Pastor Ayo, we want to thank God for you being here today. Yeah. You blessed us so much on yes. Sunday, and we are still recovering on that. <laughs> um, the issue of prayer to Christians, why do you think we don't take prayer that seriously these days? Um, thank you so much for having me. I'm so honored and humbled to be here. I think prayer, first of all, it, it, it forms the backbone of many things that God wants to do in our lives. Mm. So the enemy knows that there's the devil lose. So he will do everything to attack our prayer life because he knows that that's the basis of our power. Mm. Acts chapter 16, the Bible says, about Paul and Silas were going at the hour of, prayer. hour of prayer. That's when the girl, you know, the, the, the demon possessed girl came to try to distract them and things of that nature. So he does the same to all of us. And he wants to prevent us from having 
a lifestyle of prayer or a habit of prayer because he knows that if he succeeds in doing that, he has succeeded in knocking off our power base. And once we have that power base, we can put him out of business. So yes, it can be very, very challenging for a believer to cultivate a vibrant prayer life. And the believer has to know what's at stake. So what Jesus said in the time of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom suffered violence, violence taken it by force. It has to be a militant, deliberate thing because we know what's at stake. Wow. Mm. Wow. We need to uh, wake up the sensitivity of the body of Christ to prayer. Why is it that it is so easy for us to be on the phone for Mm -hmm. one hour? The phone is hot and we are looking for ice pack to place the phone on and we are still on the phone. But when it comes to prayer, by the time we do 30 minutes, we are tired. Pastor, help me understand why. <laughs> it boils down to the same thing. Satan knows you talking to your girlfriend will not affect his kingdom. Mm. But he knows that you talking to your God friend mm. will put him out of business. <laughs> yeah. So it's precisely, I mean, you know, you talk to your girlfriend and you lose track of time. And so that's where the discipline happened. Now, I love what Rick Warren, what I heard Rick Warren say many, many years ago about the reason why many believers find it tough mm. to develop the habit of praying. Habits, disciplines become habits when they are done consistently for 21 days. Yes. In other words... When you start doing it, it's the hardest thing. But if you keep on doing it, if you can be consistent for 21 days, instead of being a discipline, it becomes a habit. Exercise is like that too. You know, initially it's the hardest thing in the world, but if you keep at it, keep at it just regularly. Now, what happens with many believers is we start day one, we start day two, then day three, we, you know, we we just we skip it. When that happens, you have to go and start again because it's like a roll of thread. You're threading, 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 and you allow it to drop. You have to pick it up and start again. And so many people never really consistently do it for that 21 days. So that's the challenge you have to have. Just discipline yourself. I want because. If you can get it, not just for praying, any godly habit, studying the word, exercising, anything that is productive, be determined and structured to do it consistently for at least 21 to 30 days. And then you find out that subsequently it becomes the, the effort that you need to put in is not as much. It's mm. not, it's not that it'll be easy, mm. but it is that it won't be as tough was hard was that it was before it became a habit so that's the thing we have to be mindful of i think yes yes Mm -hmm. yes now if you are watching this program today we are talking or you are listening to this program today we are talking on the benefits of prayer i know i started a lead i mean in the second paragraph of what i have down the first question i was going to ask is what is prayer Because most of the time, most people think prayer is when we begin to have our voice change. I will say, oh, Lord. Now, 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 if that makes you feel good, by all means do it. But it never makes you be a better prayer person. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you prayer. Prayer is simply 
a conversation between two people. Amen. But in this case, between man and God. Praise God. It's a conversation. So if we are conversing, just like me and Dr. Ayo and Pastor Annette are conversing here, prayer is a conversation between two people. But in the case of this, uh, in this particular case, between man and God. So always remember that conversationally, you are praying when it is a conversation. Now, pastor, in a conversation, a lot of us as Christians, we've turned prayer to a monologue. We have. Can you expand on that, that we should, people should know that it's a dialogue? It is. It is. Prayer is definitely a dialogue. It is communicating with God. Communication is the basis of every relationship. Mm. Communication to a relationship is like blood to life. Mm. If you want to if you want to destroy any relationship, just cut off the communication. Yeah. It's the same thing with prayer. So when we're talking about the benefits of prayer. Prayer is what forms a vibrant relationship with God. Yeah. What makes it thrive? What, you know, that's why in prayer, like Bishop so perfectly said, it's a conversation. God wants to hear you. He loves to hear you. Mm-hmm. Your concerns, your fears, your desires, the things you want him to do, how you feel, even things that bother you, your worry. God... Because when you love somebody, mm-hmm. you love to hear them. Yes, sir. That's exactly, in fact, the greatest gift Jesus procured for us is the gift of access. Yes. So we don't need an intermediary to commune with God anymore. Anywhere you are, you can commune with the Lord. I had Rick Warren say this about prayer as well. He said that, you know, there's nowhere in the Bible where it says that you need to close your eyes to pray. Mm-mm. Now, it doesn't say that it's wrong to close your eyes to pray. No, no. But because he said he does most of his praying driving. Yeah. And that if he closes his eyes to pray, we know what will happen. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. no, no, no. So, yeah. <laughs> so we have to take a lot of these religious things from prayer. You know, there's nowhere it says you have to close your eyes. There's nowhere, you know, all of this religious stuff and break it down to the basics. That is just communing with God. Letting, he wants to hear your heart. What's in your heart? He just wants you to be open, to be honest, to be free with him so that your relationship with him will thrive. Mm. That's the major benefit of it. Mm. You come to know God and you come to know him by communing with him yes. and by communing with his word. Those are the basics, the foundations of us coming to know who the Lord is. Awesome, mm. awesome, Dr. Uh, Pastor. Look, this is key to establish and enrich our relationship with God. Prayer does that. Mm. Now, in that, in that same vein, I want to suggest to you that prayer is not complete when you are the only one that did the talking amen a lot of us when we are praying we are just lecturing god we talk 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 and we never allow him to talk back to us either through his word or through the word that he drops in our spirit so if you are going to be someone that pray and get results you must learn how to listen to the voice of God. Amen. Because God also loves to talk. He does. In fact, I had a man of God say, God loves to talk so much, he calls himself the, the word. word. <laughs> you know, so, so if God wants to talk and he loves to talk, 
But don't also forget, God is not like Satan who will barge in. God would always want invitation, invite. He said, I stand at the door and I knock. If anyone will hear my voice and open the door, I will come in. Satan is not going to knock the door. He's going to bust it. That's why you must be prepared to keep him out. So when you are praying, hear this, you must learn how to listen to the voice of the Lord. Amen. And when we come back, we will look at how your understanding of the word affects and energizes and put power into your prayer life. Because without the word of God, all you will do is to pray your own emotion. And our God has emotion, but God is not into unbridled emotionalism. I'll be right back after this. Bishop and Dr. Jim, thank you so much for ministering so powerfully on this much needed and essential topic of the benefits of prayer. We'll be back with more after these announcements. If you are in need of food or you know someone who is in need of food, join us for our free food bank every Thursday from 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. here at Kingdom Connection Christian Center. We are located at 1391 Oswego Street in Aurora, Colorado. For more information, give us a call at 720-859-1737. You can download our app, Day Ajala Ministries app on the Google Play and Apple iOS stores. Watch us on YouTube at Day Ajala Ministries. Please like and subscribe to our channel to receive notifications. Remember to follow us on Instagram at Bishop Aday Ajala and connect with us on Facebook at Bishop Israel Aday Ajala and Kingdom Connection Christian Center. Welcome back to Get Connected and I know that you are sitting on the very edges of your seats today because this word is so dynamic and yet so real for all of us in our individual lives. Bishop and Dr. Ajim, Bishop, you shared there is nothing God can do on the earth until we pray. Yes. And Dr. Ajim, you shared prayer focuses Prayer forms the backbone of what God wants to do in our lives. So I have a double-edged sword question for both of you. That is, first of all, how does prayerlessness affect our lives individually as believers? And then how does it affect the world globally? Well, doctor. Prayer is, uh, well, I believe the result of it, just like communication, is multiple fold. Oswald Chambers said that the greatest benefit of prayer is not what prayer does for us, but is what prayer does in us. And that is so mm. true. When we start praying, prayer opens doors. James said, you have not because you ask not. But even with all of the things that prayer does for us, the, the greatest benefit is what prayers do. Because when we start praying, things that used to get us worried, news that used to make us, make our blood pressure go up, that would cause us to be in depression and all that. When we start 
dialoguing with God. And just like Bishop so rightly put it, it's not a monologue, it's a dialogue. Because when God speaks to us, we change. Mm. We do. Mm. You become okay. like who you listen to. That's mm. what Jesus said in Mark 4, verse mm. 24. Be careful who you are listening to. Mm. So when we develop the habit of praying and God speaks to us consistently, consistently it changes us to be more like God. Mm. We become more like Him. That changes our attitude, changes our temperament, mm. changes our emotions, changes our reactions and things of that nature. So, so all of that makes us the primary beneficiary. Yes. But beyond that, in the world that we live in, yes. okay, prayer is what the Bible says that we casting down imagination and every height that exalts them against the knowledge of God. So we know that many people in our world, they are in the state that they are in because the enemy has blinded them. Mm. And the power that we have as believers is to remove that blindfold of the enemy through prayer so that now they can clearly see. There are some relationships you have, some loved ones you have that you're wondering, why can't even they see this gospel that you're preaching? And we have been like, many of us have been like that before, yes. before we responded. Yes. But it is because of the enemy. The enemy has blinded people. But when saints start praying, that blindfold is removed so that people are now able to to see clearly and then choose better, so to speak. Wow. Mm. Wow. If I may add, prayer is a means by which man enters into the mind of God to assert the power of God on a renewed will. In other words, through prayer, we are able to enter into the mind of God. That's Mm -hmm. what I call it a dialogue. Mm -hmm. Because when you pray, God speaks to you too. Now, there's another thing I want you to note. The first person, going by the definition of prayer, is a conversation between two people. The first person that we could actually say pray was God. In Genesis chapter 3, man, where are you? In fact, if you look at the definition of prayer, conversation starts from there. Where are you? Now, before that, the Bible never tells us what they discuss. He said it will come in the cool of the day. Now, what does prayerlessness do to us? It makes us run away from when we hear the voice of God. Because as soon as you don't know what is in the mind of God, the enemy will put into you what is in his mind. And when you compare it to what is in the mind of God, when the voice of God comes, you will do exactly what Adam and Eve do. I heard your voice and I was hiding. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. No, precisely. It just, it, it, it gets us into a place of, you know, just being shameful and hiding, yes. as it were. Yes. That's exactly what happened with uh, Adam and Eve. Um, and and, and it, it, see, when we start talking with God, our self-esteem changes. Mm-hmm. Our, I mean, think about it. You know, who are you? For me to be afraid of when I just be talking yeah. to the God of the universe. Yeah, the universe. Yeah. That's exactly what prayer is. He changes your confidence level. And it's not that you're oh, proud. Wow. 
is that you are confident. Yeah. Yes. Lord told me once, nobody can do anything to you if I don't permit them. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget that. That was you know, some situations, some bosses, and I was just so scared, and you know, all this racism and all this stuff. I was like, listen, son, nobody can. So when God says things like that to you, mm-hmm. you can look at any Pharaoh right in the eye. Let God's people go. So it's what gives us boldness, even in exploits of faith or in doing the calling of God. It turns timid people like Gideon Mm -hmm. into mighty men of valor for God. So prayer does that. Prayer does. That's a powerful thing. Yes. Mm. Yeah. As we continue on the benefits of prayer, I want to throw it at you as as Pastor Ayo. Ajim will give us more. Also, I realized that in generally that prayers provokes help from above <sighs> prayers provoke prayer provokes help from above without help from above we are helpless on the earth <clears throat> and we can look at stories of stories of stories of those who pray and the lord show up in their lives <clears throat> add to that for us <clears throat> see God is not in charge of the earth. No. Man is. The devil is not in charge of the earth either. No. Both God and the devil are always looking for a man to achieve their purpose on the earth. Mm. If God finds a Billy Graham, millions will be saved. Mm. If God, if the devil finds Osama Bin Laden, millions or, or Vladimir Putin, yes. millions will be destroyed. Mm-hmm. That is exactly the thing. Man is the legal a uh, uh, manager of the earth. God gave the earth to man just as he owns the heavens. That's what the scriptures teach. Yes. Now, God owns it. The earth is a lost fullness there, but he's not the one to legally run it. My son is in Cornell, New York. There's a car he drives. The car is in my name. I own it. Anytime he misbehaves, I threaten him. I'm coming to take my car. Praise the Lord. Yes. But he's the one driving it. He's the one controlling it. Yes. If he breaks the, 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 the traffic light, he, he, he did that, not me, even though it's my car. The same thing with the earth. Now, prayer is what legally allows God influence on the earth. Yes. Without prayer, God is cut off. No. He can't. Yes. He does not have the legal right. Yeah. That's why Jesus said we should pray that that will be done on earth as, as it is in, it is in heaven. heaven. He didn't say pray that his will be done in heaven mm. because his will is being done in heaven whether yeah. you pray or not. Yeah. But prayer is the umbilical cord that juxtaposes his will on earth yeah. as it is being in heaven. So the more saints pray, the more we will see God's will being done on earth as it is in heaven. Wow. You see, you see, this is why you and I cannot afford not to be praying. Let me say to you, a praying church will be a growing church. A praying church will be a powerful church. A praying church will be an influential church. Praise God. But if we abandon the place of prayer, what it will do to us is we begin to be moved by what we see because it takes humility to stay focused in prayer. Amen. Without humility, we will always go to our default, which is our own flesh, Mm -hmm. our own intelligence, Mm -hmm. our own manipulative uh, prowess, Mm -hmm. if you will. But prayer brings us to that place of humility that God 
I need you to take over. Praise I need you to intervene. I need you to, to, to help us. You know, pa pa Pastor, uh, Pastor Ajim was telling us of how the Lord, you know, uh, provided for them in the building of the church in Houston. I am sure they prayed up before they can speak up. Yes, sir. I'm so Aha. I'm so a lot of prayer went. It was after he had prayed, he received the word from the Lord. Hear this. When I want to do anything, I know it's a failure if I jump into it without praying. Because I need every help that heaven can bring to earth. That's why you and I must be people of prayer. When you are people of prayer, you will know how to access what is in the mind of God so that you can enforce that on earth with his power and his presence. Mm -hmm. How can you lose? Praise God. You see, it's amazing today when you go to churches and it is time, is a prayer meeting time. The church is empty. Mm -hmm. But if you go and bring a basketball player, or somebody who is singing whatever, mm -hmm. rap music or even rock and roll, bring him to the church and the church will be packed. The same people that do not have time for prayer, but have time for entertainment, will come and trouble the pastor when the challenges of life come. Mm -hmm. And that's why many Christians have become a prayer project. Mm -hmm. and, and the Shylock preachers are leaking, I mean, just taking advantage yeah, of them yeah. and say, you need to bring this so I can pray for you. Mm -hmm. When God do not have grandchild, mm -hmm. you are a child of God. Yes. You are a child of God. I was reminded of Jesus Christ being baptized. And he was not the only one that was being baptized. But the Bible says, as he prayed, the heavens opened. Amen. Others who are came, coming to be baptized, they didn't pray. Heaven did not open. But as John was about to, uh, was baptizing Jesus, he was praying, Jesus, the word, Jesus, God, was praying to God, and heaven opened. You want your heaven to open? Guess what? You start to pray right now. Yes, last word before we go, sir. Amen. Precisely that. It's a prayer that opens up the heavens and causes the manifestation of God's will and God's help and God's purpose in our lives. It's not that we can't do anything by ourselves, but it's just that what we can do by ourselves is very limited. But when we get divine help, divine acceleration follows Amen. and we're able to do much more. Amen. Let's pray. Amen. Pastor, you is going to pray for us. We have only 30 seconds. It's going to bless us till we meet again next week. After that, we take it out. Praise the Lord. Father, we bless you. I thank you. I thank you for everybody watching us on this program. Their situations, circumstances, we put everything into your hands. We ask that the dew of heaven and the hand of God will visit every life, every home, every family, every business, everybody in their health. Whatever, whatever we need you for, we touch and agree. The prayer and agreement now. And we ask for you to take complete control in Jesus' name. Lord, we are asking that you draw close to you and that a lifestyle of prayer will be groomed in all of us wean us into yourself inspire us into the fullness of our callings and our purposes and your desire for us we give you praise good God that you are we thank you for all that you are and all that you do in Jesus matchless name amen amen, amen. amen. see you amen. next week shalom thank you for joining us 
This has been a presentation of the radio ministry of Bishop Israel Ade Ajala. For more information, contact Bishop Israel Ade Ajala by email at info at kcconline.org or by phone at 720-859-1737.